everyone and welcome to episode 92 i believe 92 we're almost to 100 hooray i would have been there sooner but unfortunately we've been rather busy during this covid summer so i am very thrilled to be here again to be able to talk to you this month and I have had some very interesting meetings lately. I've had a, a young man come to me, very young. I mean, he's what, 14? I think he's in 10th grade. Uh, in regards to, he wanted to learn more about metaphysics, astral projection, lucid dreaming. And once I spoke to him, I realized, you know, I really haven't talked about that on this, on this show, but I get that question a lot. So what is, how do you do it? What is it? And is there a dogma and things like that? A lot of us are moving or have moved away from dogmas because it's really restricting and prevents us from expanding. It's limiting. I'm not criticizing anyone who chooses to live a dogmatic life. That's fine. Um, but there are many of us who have don't like to put ourselves in boxes, and I'm definitely one of those people. I like what's around me, the natural world, and things like that. Now, we wonder, can it be, is it lonely when you are not, quote-unquote, fellowshipping in a building or something of that nature? And I just have to say, no, not when nature is my, my church. You get into a habit. You make it into a habit of each day, finding something to celebrate, to give thanks for the abundance, whether it be food, monetary abundance, or just abundance of love. I try to find that each and every day. And I have established rituals for myself in the morning and in the evenings. And at first, it was very hard coming up with rituals. I thought I had to go by book rituals and things that I read. But I learned quickly that the answers to all my questions are within myself. If I spend time with myself and go deep within myself, then I have the answers to all of my questions and that I don't really need to seek outside of myself for, for anything, really. So this young person asked me what metaphysics was. It's, um, you know, technically it's a major branch of philosophy which concerns the existence of nature and things that exist. Um, it has been called religion without dogma, it, although it transcends all religions. And it inquires beyond the physical and human science. It inquires beyond what we can see. Interestingly enough, the word comes, the word metaphysics comes from ancient Greece, meta meaning over and beyond, and then 
physics over and beyond physics. So it's, you know, a field of inquiry into sciences beyond the world of nature. Uh, I interpret that to mean the awakening to what is beyond what we see with the physical eye. That's really technical, but that's what it is. And philosophy is the study of the fundamental nature of reality and existence. And if you want to learn a lot about metaphysics and you want to study it and earn a degree, there are several places you can do this online. I got my, my, my doctorate in metaphysics at the uh, International Metaphysics University, IMU. IMU. You can Google them. There's also another place that is uh, very good as well, and it's the Metaphysics University. And I, their website is metaphysicsuniversity.com, where you can study philosophy at a traditional college. Because most traditional colleges and universities do offer this. But I love metaphysics. It's so interesting. It's, it's just wonderful to me. I love it. That's why I got a doctorate in it. Now, when this young man asked how he could do lucid dreaming, he asked, what is it? Now, and he also asked about astral projection. So I told him, you know, lucid dreaming, astral projection, and something called shamanic journeying all involve the same concept of, of um, being conscious during a dream, your physical, your spiritual self separating from the physical self, and you going on a journey. And shamanic journeying, which is what I do quite often, I start off by pro protecting myself, of course. In all three of these, you must have protection. How do you do protect protection? Well, you think of, I use purple and white light and imagine that surrounding myself. I also call my guides to come along with me and protect myself with it. If you have charms, that are protective charms. You can wear those, put them on before you begin your journey. You know, um, different stones or crystals, whatever it is that you feel will protect you during this journey. And then um, you begin by trying to get yourself into that, that state. I start by breathing and meditation before I even begin rattle rattling or drumming myself into a semi-conscious or or trance-like state and another thing i want to make note of before you actually go into before you even start make sure you have some and if you're alone and you're not doing this by yourself and you're not doing this with a person who can sort of call you back from the dream from this journey, I don't like to call it a dream because dream means dream in our terms, in, in societal terms these days, sort of means fake. And I don't, it's not fake. So I like to call it a journey because you're going on a journey. And I strongly suggest that you have some type of timer, like on your cell phone, if you have an alarm clock, give yourself a timer. Say you want to do 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15, whatever, and have a gentle chime. Not like a blaring alarm clock that's going to jar your body, but sort of like a timer, a nice chime. And the, the chime will signify, hey, it's time that you need to make your way back now. Start to make your way back. Why, whereas a jarring alarm clock will just break you from 
wherever you're doing and you could be in the middle of a great message and or you didn't thank those people who have helped you and that's that's not healthy nor is it good and you can offend some people in the spirit spirit realm so that's not good at all so now that you have this chime your your time set up you have your protection or your whatever if it's um, a mental image of light or or um, a charm or talisman or something then that's great and you begin breathing to relax your body breathing getting into a meditative state and then use some I what I use to I use several things to help me get into a trance like state I you can use meditation music you can use drumming uh, there's plenty of drumming things on the internet you can put it on repeat there are shamanic journeying uh, downloads that you can use or you can drum yourself or rattle I do that I drum myself in my and I rattle but then halfway through it I stop sometimes sometimes I'll stop because I'm so into the journey and so it's an automatic stop but I'm already in my journey so those things create um, drumming playing meditative music using a rattle all those will help to get you into a trance-like state I also forgot to mention before while you're in while you're in meditation before you go into the trance make sure you set an intention what do you hope to achieve on this journey do you want if you haven't met your guides yet do you want to meet your guides are you looking for an answer to this question to a, to a question are you seeking revelation of something so have an intention in your mind, focus on it during your meditation, and then, you know, get carried, go, go into your trance-like state, state using the, the um, resources to help you, whether it's the music, the drumming, the rattles, and then go into your journey. Go into your journey and observe. Remember to, and remember to thank all of those people all of those spirits or entities who have helped you during your journey. And when you hear your chime, the, your callback timer chime, now you know what to come back. And uh, you start making your way back. And then you do sort of the reverse. You become aware of your breath, your body. And you slowly open your eyes and all that, wiggle your toes and... The last thing you should do is open your eyes and then you're back. Sometimes I also sometimes advise people uh, to have a journal, have a notebook or something beside them when they are going on their journey. So that if you come across anything or you can write, and I don't mean write with your eyes open. If you can, if you write, because that if you open your eyes during the journey, that will sort of ruin the whole thing. But uh, write while you're with your eyes closed. It doesn't have to be neat. You can always write it over when you're done. But if you need emergency notes, write down. And then when you're done, spend some time reflecting in a journal. Look at your notes and rewrite them. 
because that'll help it stay within within you and it'll help solidify your experience so I think that's that's important and if you have never done astral projection lucid dreaming or shamanic journeying you're gonna have to establish a practice okay you gotta do it like multiple times in a row this is what I told this young man you know he said do I have to do it all the time and I said well you ha you haven't done it before so you need to establish a routine uh, do it a few, do it multiple days in a row until it's, you know, natural. And then, and then it's, and then it's like second nature. Don't do it like one day, one month, and then two days, two months down the road, do it because that's really not helping you um, with the experience or get a good experience either. So that's, if you want to make a, a good habit, you have to keep doing it. That's why it's a habit. So, and I always like to, I talked to this person again about energy and he mentioned she and I said, well, because he's a martial arts person. And I said, well, it's energy is essentially energy. Everything has energy and you can manipulate this energy to work for you. Um, again, you still have to have intent to work this energy. And you need to uh, visualize the energy coming into your body, permeating your soul, your bones, just everything, your whole being. And that's how people are able to use their hands to heal because they are channeling this energy. They're taking the energy in, they're visualizing it, and they feel the energy. And they practice this. You may not get it right away, but... Excuse me, I have to take a drink of water. So dehydrated. Much better. <laughs> well, you have to practice this until it becomes second nature. And always, always in everything you do, give thanks, gratitude to the universe or whom, your guides, whomever has helped you on the way. Out-of-body experiences, astral projection. It's what we call astral projection, in which the soul separates from the physical body and it you know, traverses the astral plane with intention. So we do, it's, all, it's all connected with lucid dreaming and shamanic journeying. To me, I see those three things as the same. With di they're just with different names because I go about all three things the same way. And um, I was very, felt very grateful and happy to be able to give this person um, some, some direction and some guide. And I think that if we, if, if we set aside time each day to practice this, then it will become part of our regular routine. My main routine is at nighttime. I do a short one in the morning because mornings are usually I'm, I'm up and the kids are up and it's sort of, and it's COVID time. So everyone's here. So it's a little, you know, I don't really get that, that quiet, quiet time. 
I have no idea where my children think they need to be up at 5.30 during the summertime, but my son, has the, who's our youngest, has, the, I, has gotten this idea that he has to be up at 5.30. I don't know why he gets to get up at 5.30, but he does. And when he's up, he's already talking and making noise and stuff, and I'm, I'm like, oh, my goodness. And it's 7 o'clock, and I'm still dragging, finding my way to the coffee pot so I can get my coffee so I can deal with everyone. So that's why my routine at nighttime when everyone's asleep, like, I mean, even the kids are in bed by 8, 8.30. Even in the summer, I'm just like, look, you're going to bed. <laughs> like, you're going to bed. You had enough day, day time, daytime. Go to bed. It's my time. And I'll spend time with my husband a little bit. And then he, he doesn't last long. He goes to sleep. So I have about a good hour for myself where I can do my routine. And I... I I speak with my guides and spirit guides. I do my meditation. I go on my journeys. I channel. All of that stuff really takes place in the night. It's quiet and it's relaxed and I can do it. So I do that routine every night. It works for me. You got to find some time to work for you. And that's that sort of ties into this month's magic of the month. Try developing a routine that works for you for when you can do your, your um, journey your spiritual journey on the astral plane or your um, lucid dreaming, whatever you call it. I like to call it journey because it, it is a journey. I, I'm walking and I'm journeying, but I'm journeying. Um, my spirit is journeying and my physical form is watching and observing and taking notes. So that's the magic of the month. Try that and, and journal and see how you come along. You can share your experiences if you like on our Facebook or um, on our blog as well. So that's it's a very short episode this month, but I'm glad I've gotten the chance to speak with you. And you can check us out always on a Facebook website. And if you'd like to get some um, spiritual consultation, if you have some questions about metaphysics or whatever, I all of that information will be in the podcast show notes with links so you can click on them and communicate with me that way. So it was great talking with you. Be well, everyone. Blessed be. www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com